Out front tonight, Putin sparing no expense, rolling out a massive red carpet for Kim Jong-un. And tonight, we can tell you, Kim Jong-un is staying in Russia. Another whole full day of events is scheduled. Highly unusual, and this includes witnessing Russian military drills. Putin, simply put, is all in on Kim. The two leaders, we now understand, sat down together for more than five years. Russia, five hours, I'm sorry. Russian state media is saying they had, quote, sub substantive discussions and they had a lavish state dinner. And in fact, they wanted everyone to know all about that. So with all the duress in Russia right now, they put out the menu for this so everyone could see duck salad with figs and nectarines, grass carp fish soup, lingonberries with pine nuts, all of that put out for everyone to see. And after that, Kim then boarded a plane to travel across the vast region of Russia instead of his usual mode of transportation, a heavily armored train that goes 37 miles an hour. This is hugely significant, right? He's only traveled via plane on three prior trips abroad that we're aware of. Uh, you know, his father had a fear of flying. Uh, the North Korean dictators have really traveled by train. So to go to another country, you're spending the night, you're sleeping there, you're eating there, you're taking their planes. This is something important. And it is not just a trip for Kim to see the sights and sounds of Russia. Putin making it very clear today what Kim's visit is about. He will visit factories engaged in the production of aviation equipment, both civilian and military. Not shying away from the truth here. This is about weapons, and it's about the war in Ukraine. And Putin wants ammunition from Kim to fight that war in Ukraine. And we'll just show you the newest video there uh, from the front line. Ukraine destroying Russian equipment. Uh, that's what Putin's trying to replace. It is the reason he is now trying to court North Korea. And for his part, of course, Kim wants help from Russia for nuclear technology, to up the ante, to be a true nuclear power with the ability to strike the U.S. And Kim is not above uh, any kind of flattery to get it. We are certain that the Russian people and its military will emerge victorious in the fight to punish the evil forces that ambitiously pursue hegemony and expansion. Ironic for Kim and Putin to call others evil forces, uh, but the context here is what it is with the war. And it comes as the sister of an American unlawfully detained by Putin is tonight demanding a meeting with President Biden. Elizabeth Whelan's brother, Paul, is serving a 16-year sentence in Russia for espionage, a crime the U.S. says that he did not commit. I'm going to speak with Elizabeth in just a moment because she last spoke with Biden a year ago, just months before another unlawfully detained American was released in a prisoner swap. That, of course, was Brittany Griner, who was exchanged for notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Booth, who spoke recently for the first time to U.S. media since his release, making this loaded comment. Of course, I feel, you know, bad or sorry for any person who's going to be used as a pawn, despite whether they committed something or not. Well, of course, Paul Whelan has not committed any sort of a crime, but nonetheless, years in Russian prison in a penal colony. Uh, we're going to be speaking to his sister in a moment. But first, I want to go straight to our Will Ripley, uh, who has covered Kim Jong-un extensively. And Will, I know you've got some breaking news. Yeah, we just learned uh, by a KCNA out of uh, Pyongyang that Kim Jong-un invited Vladimir Putin to uh, Pyongyang, the North Korean capital. Putin apparently accepted the invitation. They haven't set a date for when he's going to go there. Uh, wow. Also learning that Kim Jong-un has now said goodbye to President Putin, and he's heading to another destination, a destination as of now unknown. Now, if I were a betting man, it would make a lot of sense. 
for Kim Jong-un to go to Beijing and brief President Xi Jinping, his other major patron here, about what exactly happened, what the substance of those conversations with Putin was. Because I can tell you, Aaron, even though Putin and Kim have met many times before, they've never had a meeting like this. At a remote space center in Russia's Far East, the bizarre New World Order got even weirder on Wednesday. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and Russian President Vladimir Putin becoming allies against the West. We are certain that the Russian people and its military will emerge victorious in the fight to punish the evil forces that ambitiously pursue hegemony and expansion. Putin and Kim vowing stronger ties, a long-standing strategic relationship, joining forces to find a way around crippling U.N. sanctions, leaving the U.S. and the West with even less leverage. The Putin-Kim summit packed with made-for-TV moments, just like Kim's first summit in Singapore with former President Trump. A lavish state dinner lasting more than five hours, twice as long as Trump's. Putin and Kim dining on delicacies like crab dumplings, fish soup, and sorbet. Kim's sister, Kim Yo-jong, often seen by his side. The second most powerful person in North Korea attending to every detail. An aide even wiping down Kim's chair before he sits. Putin even showed off his Russian presidential limousine. Kim himself has been seen driving around in a million-dollar Mercedes back home. Trump gave Kim a similar tour of his presidential limo, The Beast. Something new in 2023? For the first time ever, North Korea launched two short-range ballistic missiles while the Supreme Leader was out of the country. An unexpected plot twist. And one step closer to Kim's goal of becoming a full-fledged nuclear power. In the front line of anti-imperialism and independence, I will always be standing with Russia. I'm using this opportunity to make it clear. Back in 2018, Kim and Trump were discussing a deal to denuclearize North Korea. Will you invite Chairman Kim to the White House? Absolutely, I will. Giving up nukes to build beachfront condos. How bad is that, right? It's great. But it wasn't meant to be. Five years later, Kim and Putin are flipping the script. Denuclearization is dead. The U.S. cast aside for a new partnership with the Russian military. And what is so extraordinary is how Kim Jong-un, who really felt ignored at the beginning of the Ukraine war when he was launching ballistic missiles and nobody in the world even paid attention, now, by proposing this partnership and traveling to see President Putin, he is front and center in the headlines and, and arguably on a path to more power, nuclear power and other power than he's ever had here. All right. Thank you very much, Will Ripley. And, and, and everyone just heard the waking news from Will. Uh, that, that Kim has invited Putin to Pyongyang, and Putin, according to North Korean television, has accepted that invitation. I want to go now to Jean Lee, former Pyongyang bureau chief for the Associated Press. And, uh, Jean, you know, you, you look at that, that invitation being issued and apparently accepted, as we understand it, uh, that's the breaking news. What does that mean for how this trip has gone so far? Yeah, huge moment for Kim Jong-un. The North Koreans certainly know how to create drama, I mean, first they started with that slow-rolling armored train. Mm -hmm. Kim Jong-un is coming out of four years of isolation, and he wasn't going to re-emerge quietly. He is stepping out with a splash, and President Putin has given him this global stage to step out on. So he got those images, as Will mentioned, the images that he won for the propaganda. And I should mention that this is important for him because 
despite all the pretty pictures that we see in North Korea's state media, North Korea is still one of the poorest countries in the world. And we have to assume that the last four years have been one of extreme hardship for the North Korean people. So he is engineering this trip as a way to not only get what he needs from Russia, but also to be able to take yeah. back these images and tell his people, we'll be fine. Right. And, We're and still and, respected. And to, which, which is obviously crucial for him. And, and, and the nuclear ambitions he has are, are huge. Putin and Kim did meet at one of Russia's most modern space launch sites, as we understand it. And Putin had an exchange uh, with a Russian reporter today. Let me play it. What about space? Will he help North Korea launch rockets? That's exactly why he came here. The leader of North Korea shows great interest in space, in rocketry, and they are trying to develop space. We'll show them our new objects. I mean, Gene, there is nothing subtle. There is nothing subtle about it. What about space? Will you help North Korea launch rockets? That's exactly why we came here. No no attempt to pretend that it's anything other than what it is. And I think that that is the point we're seeing the next phase in Kim Jong-un's strategy, which is to claim that all of this missile activity is for space exploration. I think that they are following in the footsteps of Russia, which has really positioned space as a matter of sovereignty, as a matter of their right uh, to explore space. And North Korea wants to do the same thing and say, hey, listen, we're doing this by the book. We are allowed to explore space. But what we need to know and what we need to remember is that the technology that it takes to get one of those satellites into space is the same technology it takes to fire off a long-range ballistic missile. So it's right. seen by the UN Security Council as a cover for that missile technology. Absolutely. All right, Gene, thank you very much.